Hello, Calgary Flames fans, and welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Flames. I'm so sorry there wasn't an episode yesterday, but I was just not feeling well after work, and I really wanted to just rest and kind of recuperate because I'm sure many of you are experiencing the same sort of uh, mental exhaustion as many of us around the world right now. But I'm back, and thank you for making this show part of your day. Uh, I hope that, you know, you're having a great day and you're surviving and thriving at home or wherever you may be right now if you're taking care of relatives or, or maybe you were forced to move on to campus for work. I am very, very thankful for everybody in the essential field. Please excuse me, I have not had any coffee today, but I'm, again, I am very thankful for all of those sacrificing their well-being and being away from their family in this time. I'm very thankful for those essential workers and everybody that is working their butts off right now, but some good news. I am moving this weekend. I am signing my very first lease And I will be moving, I mean, really only right down the street from where I live now, but this is my first apartment, and this is my boyfriend and I's first apartment together, so it's very exciting. Uh, I will be back on Monday, obviously, well, tomorrow, tomorrow's Friday, but uh, yes, I will be back. There won't be any changes in scheduling, but I thought that it would be good to share some good news and you know, some positivity because there is a lot of negativity in the world right now. And I feel like it's very easy to get caught up in the 24 hour news cycle and just not knowing when to stop and just kind of consuming all you can and just really setting yourself up to make yourself anxious and everything. But please tweet me and let me know what you're doing to keep yourself sane and positive and kind of checked in during this time. My God, I really should have gotten a coffee. I made myself coffee. <laughs> but today I thought we could uh, talk about this day in hockey and uh, random Calgary flame stats from last season. I went on to the NHL website looking for stats from this year to talk about, but somehow ended up looking at playoff stats from last year and was like oh let's uh, travel down this rabbit hole and then ended up looking at some of the regular season stats from last year as well and I just got lost in a little bit of a rabbit hole so uh, yes let's start with this day in hockey but first a word from our sponsors hello everybody and welcome back thanks for tuning in and in this on this day in hockey Toronto's Forbes Kennedy set a Stanley Cup record, Stanley Cup playoff record for most penalties in a game. Eight in a 10-0 loss at Boston. Kennedy received four minors, two majors, a 10-minute misconduct, and a game misconduct, and a partridge in a pear tree. I'm just kidding. But I, um, that's, that's a lot. That is a, uh, wow. I personally 
wholly undisciplined. <laughs> That's really all I can say. Could you imagine all the articles that would have that would be written today if, you know, like uh, Mitch Marner took ten penal or eight penalties and a ten nothing loss? That would be insane. But uh, no, time goes on and. But I digress, and um, let's jump into some of these stats. So, like I said, I went into the I went into the website with the mindset of, okay, we're gonna look at stats from this year and talk about, you know, ones that just stood out to me that were sort of random, and there wasn't really any rhyme or reason behind these stats or anything, but I ended up looking at playoff stats from last season and kind of took a dive into something I really hadn't seen before, especially like as a non-Flames fan, but as, uh, you know, an out-of-market person, a hockey fan, but yes, so the first one that stood out to me was Johnny Gaudreau only having one point in five playoff games last season. I feel like that's not expected of him. I feel like he is... I'm so sorry. I cannot go more than 30 seconds without yawning, and it's currently 3.30, or a little bit before 3.30 p.m., and I don't want to make coffee because if I make coffee, I'll be up all night, but um, so sorry. So if the episode sounds choppy or you hear me back up from the mic, it's because I'm yawning, but... Like I was saying, Johnny only had one point in five playoff games, which is kind of odd to me, I guess. Uh, you know, he had a 99-point season last year, and I just did not expect that. <laughs> Again, it's the playoffs. It's a different field. You're playing a longer game, uh, not longer game, but a longer season, and, you know, it doesn't always transition over um I'm currently blanking on if he sustained an injury or maybe had a lingering injury that carried over but yes hopefully if they play this playoff season (laughs) you know we get to see a little bit more of Johnny Hockey but Sam Bennett averaged uh a point a game kind of impressive was not expecting that uh to Chuck led with 18 penalty minutes uh He's really good at getting under people's skin, and I I gotta give him credit because, you know, as a Bruins fan, I have Marshawn, but there's just something about Tuchuk that he's he's just really, really easy to. I don't want to say hate because I like him, but he's really easy to get annoyed with. Um, and then, like I just said, uh, Gaudreau had a 99 point regular season. This was a huge differential that I realized, and I wasn't sure if I was reading this right, but I I went back and checked. (laughs) Uh, Sam Bennett led the team with 93 penalty minutes, and the captain, Mark Giordano, uh, was second with 69. That's like a whole half an hour (laughs) uh, difference, and I thought that was interesting to note. Uh, Monahan led the team with 12 power play goals, and Tuchuk was uh, in second with 11. Uh, Gaudreau had eight game-winning goals and three overtime goals. 
I don't know why I expected him to have more overtime goals. I just feel like I've, I have this like expectation of Johnny Gaudreau in my head. I don't know. Like just he, I, I do enjoy him and I really love him as a hockey player. I think he's a great person, but I don't, I don't know why I thought he had more, but Holy smokes. Another thing that I noticed was the complete nosedive that Riddick took from last year with 109 goals allowed in 45 games. And he had a nine, a 0.911 save percentage. And I had no idea that the nosedive was that bad. I'm pulling up this year's stats. I know we've talked about them a lot, but in 48 games, he allowed 138 goals. That's a lot. And he had a 297 and a 907 save percentage. Okay. Like, I get that. Maybe that's not that big. I guess it is. Like, the save percentage is only down a little, but the goals allowed? Holy smokes. I'm going to... That just doesn't... That doesn't sit well with me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know everybody falls into slumps, and this was really his... Only... Really his second season. Second full season in the league. But, Wow. Um, I'm still just scrolling through. I, I am astounded by that. Um, so this year, um, uh, T'Chuck led the team with, uh, overhand, uh, overhand, <laughs> overtime goals with two. I was looking at shorthanded goals and <laughs> yeah, so that's where the overhand came from. Um, Backlund had three shorthanded goals and, um, yeah, that's impressive. Um, sorry, I'm just like scrolling through these right now, but, um, yeah, to Chuck, I want to look at point leaders. Okay. So to Chuck was leading the team with 61 points and Johnny Gaudreau with 58 Elias Lindholm with 54, Sean Monahan with 48, Michael Backlund with 45, and then a complete dip is Andrew Mangiapane with 32. But I think that it is important to remember that Mangiapane is still young, and this was really a breakout season for him. And that's impressive. I actually want to take a peek at his stats. So let's do that together. Oh, his birthday is Saturday. Oh my gosh, wait, he has the same birthday as my boyfriend's sister. Happy birthday. Um, okay, nope, that's not what I want. So he, last year he had 13 points in 44 games. In the year before, in his rookie season, he had zero points in 10 games. So I mean, obviously, like his first season... You just, that doesn't count (laughs) because that's a very small sample size, but 
this is awesome to see him kind of, you know, getting into a groove and things like that. I always like looking at the splits and finding really random, like how they play on a Tuesday <laughs> versus a Saturday or things like that. Um, so let's see. On Monday, he has, he, okay, so he literally plays well on Monday, Thursdays, and so, plays his best on Thursdays, Mondays, and Sundays. His worst day of the week is, is that a Wednesday? Wednesdays with three points. Like, I think it's crazy that <laughs> that they can just break it down like that. That's so cool. But, yeah. So, maybe we do more of that in the future. Um, I'm going to go wrap it up because I know this is a shorter episode. I'm so sorry. But I am exhausted <laughs> and really could use a cup of coffee and you know <laughs> but thank you everybody again for tuning in I hope that you have a wonderful evening and really enjoy the rest of your day and remember to follow me on lo flames and just Belmosto over on twitter have a wonderful evening